Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you really, really like us, you consider dropping us a buck over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, say? I'm okay. Yeah? I know that was a big lead up, and you crushed that intro. I, in I fact, I, in fact, that might be the best intro to a trophy room episode ever recorded. It's perfect. First take two, ever, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, no three, four takes. No, no, no. <laughs> right out of the gate, we're we got lots to talk about, a lot of cool things, oh, and Joe is not messing around, dude. I'm here for business <laughs> because there is there is so much, an absolute overload. Of news to talk about, where usually each and every week, before we square up the news, we're like, we're going to be talking about this, that, the other thing. There are so many news items that surround PlayStation, like a new PlayStation app, like PlayStation 4 load times being improved, like PlayStation 5 pre-orders. PlayStation 5's out in the wild. I have the headsets. We're doing our impressions of a DualSense controller. Like, there's so many things to talk about that I can't just list them off here. I tried. That's not even half the stories we have this week, mm-hmm. Kyle. So with that said... With that all out of the way, we usually like to start off with what you've been playing. We'll try to make this very short and sweet since we got a lot to talk about. Kyle, is there anything uh, you've been playing other than this uh, phantasm or phasma, oh. phasmatorium, whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I got you to play it. Yeah. Um, probably the worst group of ghost hunters ever recorded because <laughs> you just kept yelling. We were trying to ask questions to these ghosts in Phasmophobia. If you didn't listen to last week, it's this yeah. cool ghost hunting PC game on Steam. Um, we would ask questions like, who are you or whatever? And you would reply with MAGA. Or, <laughs> which is terrifying. My, my name's Clarence. Like, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but it was fun. It's, it was. It's, a lot, it's it's a ton of fun just trying to get spooked by your friends. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a great game. Other than that, not much. It's it's been a week of vegging out, watching trash reality TV. That's what I, I did really. pretty much all the last week. I played more Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. We did a disservice by just doing the story mode uh, because Ooh, okay. the survival uh, mode in Ghost of Tsushima Legends is fantastic. It's a fun, neat little horde mode that works really well. I love in I, I love when games aren't too deep, like multiplayer games aren't too deep, especially when we're in this time where you know we're in between releases of stuff. Like I love call of duty zombies but like when it first started when there were all these puzzles or whatnot you had to jump through this is a very basic horde mode but that's Mm -hmm. just a ton of fun and i'll be honest this is where the classes actually make sense and actually kind of deviate from each other in really unique ways so like ronin is the person that you want to play the support role and heal or do some DPS with the dogs. Like Samurai is just your plain old DPS. The assassin really does a great job of clearing up crowds. Like everybody plays their role really well. And the cool thing about it too is you have 
three zones you have to protect. So you're constantly running back and forth between these waves. And let's just say you lose an area, you'll actually lose a portion of your health. And oh. at the end, like every, every five waves, there's like a boss wave. Once you clear it, that, that area comes back. So you're not mm. punished for the rest of the game. You kind of just have to think on your toes. It's a really fun time. It's a really nice little loot, like a, a loot hook for the moment, but it's not deep enough that I feel like I'm going to be here for like three, four, six months, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's a fun little time. I definitely Sweet. recommend that. Um, it's a, again, Ghost of Tsushima. It's been my game of the year since I played it, and it just continues to be such with this yeah. multiplayer mode. It's I, I, it's solid. I'll I'll hop back in eventually. I hope to yeah. play with you again soon. Um cuz I do want to attempt the raid. Yeah? I I do want to attempt it. I've never raided in a game ever. Really? Ever. Okay. So but I'm I am very intrigued. I loved what I played with you. Oh god. What last week or two, two weeks? Meant time sucks. <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. Yeah. But I had a great time streaming it. On Twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope to get into it and get to, I think it's, what, 100 key to be raid level yeah. or raid Shoot. ready. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll get there eventually. All right. All right. With that, that's what you've been playing. Again, we got a lot of news to square up. But before we do, it's time for the Patreon pitch. Of course, over at Patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, y'all really do keep the lights on here and help the show grow like we say each and every week if we ever got you through a long car ride a tough day at work or th going through this whole covid situation with us it really does mean a lot head on over to patreon.com slash ps trophy room i'd like to thank our new and upgraded patrons our silver plus tier patron Catherine hide indoors thank you so much i forgot to shout you out last week i feel awful so how dare you a name so nice a person so nice I got, I'm going to shout him out twice. Uh, our bronze tier, Steven Weber, thank you so much. And Armando, Armando Corona. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I'm sure Armando's got enough of that. Don't, you know, don't do that. Right? Like, this year's just like, it's not what you I love you, Armando. We love you. Like, thank prior you. to 2020, like, the worst thing you had to think about is like, oh, it's beer. The beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now this mm -hmm. is, And here's the thing. I stuttered over Armando. That's my dad's name. <laughs> That should not have been difficult whatsoever. For me, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'd like to thank our Platinum members, Trevor Starkey over at the Nerdy Site. That Nerdy Site's been putting up some work, so please go over and check them out. Uh, Todd Berwitz and, uh, uh, yeah, Twerp. What's up, man? Thank you so much. For some reason, it's not in the notes, but there you go. I got you. Got you back there. Our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, which is doing a Twitch stream this Saturday. Uh, we'll put Sunday. the links, or Sunday. We'll put the links over in there. She's doing um, a charity stream. I think. Or Dear Jack Foundation. Dear Jack Foundation. Uh, to help kids um, with cancer, young adults. Uh, please go over there again. Link in the description. And Jose Jimenez. In too soon. Thank you all so much. Our Silver Plus members, again, Catherine Hyde indoors, uh, Pink Orkbot, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Von Metal, Tim Off, and the Winter Gamer. Thank you all so freaking much. And with that, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. But could I, could I, if you don't mind, 
Can I do this first story? Yeah, go ahead. All right. PlayStation 5 unboxings are out in the wild, and we didn't get one, nor did we ever ask, but I still feel betrayed. Sony, how dare you? This comes straight from Mr. Bad Bit himself of the Trophy Room Zone. Now, we were unlucky enough because we're not a CNET. We're not an IGN <laughs> to get our hands yet. on. Yet. 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 One day. One day. You'll you'll see a real box in Joe and I's hands that will have the proper contents inside yeah. and not a thing that we mocked up ourselves <laughs> on a 3D printer. Yes. It will definitely not ever happen. That will not ever happen. <laughs> That's not being worked on as we speak. <laughs> now, that said, uh, you could go check out various different videos online checking this out we've got a lot of information because of that shout out to GameSpot. uh most of all lucy james killed it that unboxing and even uh ign and um, uh, dustin legary uh also absolutely crushed it i got a question for you though kyle mm-hmm. we now see them all out in the wild everybody has the gloves on doing their thing what's your first thought of the console design now that th- there's no controlled shots now that this is yeah. just the intimate YouTube video, you know. Y- it's in an actual room lighting setup. Yes. Uh, in people's homes because people's of COVID. Homes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first thing that stuck out is it's not as shiny as I thought it was. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was a little bit shinier. Um, but again, that goes into the studio light- lighting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a big boy. It is a, it is a very tall, <laughs> thick boy. I I, I watched uh, Blessing yeah. uh, from Kind of Funny uh, do his Fred unboxing. Show. Been on the show. Yes, absolutely. Couldn't get Blessing. us a PS5. Come on. No, not yet at least. Um, he held it up to his. We, no, 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 sorry, sorry. His... I'm going to stop you there. We practically gave him the position at PS Trophy. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. <laughs> we gave him a start. We gave this kid a chance. And where is he now, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's totally 100% the truth, Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. The- these, are, these are alternative <laughs> facts I'm throwing at you, Kyle. <laughs> but, again. He he, yeah. he held it up to him and went up to, from his waist, basically up to, like, his chest. Yeah. And, like, the his entire torso was the size of the PS5. Um, so that really kind of, that I mean, for sure that's what stuck out to, I think, Almost everybody. It's just yeah. how freaking big it is. I don't mind it though. I don't. It's whatever. You don't mind it's it. It's fine. I don't mind the size. Whatever. It's All right. Fine. It's it's nice that a big uh, a there's a big thing coming into people's houses that represents <laughs> me as a big boy okay. myself. Right. As a chalky individual, as <laughs> yeah. a large in charge yeah. guy, you are. You like to see something else large in charge. Sure. Absolutely. No, this thing's too big. <laughs> This thing is definitely way too big. Um, look, you know, at the end of the day, when I, when I take a look at it, yes, I think it is really tall. I do think even I, I'm getting the the digital version, but like it is it is a thick boy as well as as well as a tall boy. And so seeing the console, um, I do not get worried. Like, where am I going to fit this in my TV or my living room, whatever have you? Um, but I am. I am conceding that ground. It doesn't irk me as much because, you know, the way I see it is as long as that thing is silent, does stay cold, 
I don't hear the goddamn fans. It's not taking off. As long as I can play Spider-Man, Demon Souls, God mm-hmm. of War, though that large and in charge issue becomes less so. But it is a bit too unwieldy. And I think it does come down to, because I saw a couple of comments of like, dude, this thing is less powerful than than an Xbox Series X. Um, and it's, you know, the, the Series X is smaller and, you know, it is, well, not thinner, but it is, is smaller. It takes up less less space. And I'll say this. Obviously, the engineers at Xbox, round of applause. I think you outdid us here. Congratulations. Um, at the same exact time, it comes down to the cooling setup, right? So, like, they they have that, uh, that vapor, uh, what is it? The... Oh, now I'm going to sound like a complete idiot. But the vapor cooling solution, as where we have something that is more that liquid metal, but is more of that akin to a basic PC build. Like, I have a liquid cooling setup in my PC. That's why you don't hear it. But if I did have that basic bitch, you know, what comes with my CPU, yeah, you're going to hear that fan spinning. So as long as I don't hear that fan spinning on the PS5, I'm going to be okay. And from what... Mm -hmm. We've heard so far, yes, you hearing this thing isn't an issue. It isn't running hot. And so that gives me hope and doesn't unnerve me as much, if that makes sense. Like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you got me. It's big. But as long as I don't hear it, I'm fine. That's why I'm kind of kind of coming out. To me, it's it's very much a, and I'm trying to think of the, the guy's last name. Mm-hmm. But he was like he, he used to come on like a QVC or Home Shopping Network, and yeah. my parents would wa- be watching. I think it was Ron Popeil. I think okay, he had like a rotisserie chicken cooker, and he would be, the, his his uh, catchphrase would be like, "Just set it and forget it." And that's yeah. pretty much what we're gonna do. We're gonna find our spot. We're gonna put it there, and that's where it's gonna stay for the lifetime of that PS5, mm-hmm. whether. It, breaks down which hopefully it doesn't or you get a new one because there's a new mini or whatever the next iteration that comes out three four years down the line yeah you're going to get it you're going to move make the space for it and then it's literally going to stay there so uh, the size thing does not really bother me it's not like i'm lugging it back and forth between houses because we're not supposed to be going anywhere anyway (laughs) so like it's i don't it's not a big deal yeah it's not the biggest deal in the world i do again i do you know Give, give Xbox credit, you know, they, they, again, they out-engineered us on this one. I, I don't mind saying that, yeah. but at the same exact time, like, I, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, it doesn't bother me because I can't wait to play Miles and I don't know, yeah. like, other than Sea of Thieves on my Xbox Series X, I don't know what I'm playing on that. Like, real talk. So, that said, not to throw shade at Xbox's way, but like, I'm here for the games. I'm not really, I have a Spider-Man PS4 Pro and I'm, I'm going to trade that in next week. You know what I mean? Like I've, I, for, I said it and forget it. I think you're totally right there. Uh, that said, number two's question, we can answer. We have the No, know-how. not we. You can, you we. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a dual shock. Uh, sorry. Dual sense. Dual sense. Damn it. See, it should have came to me, PlayStation. Why did he get it first before me? <laughs> I can't even name it right. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so scared right now. I don't, I've never seen this part of you, Kyle. Um, and Nerd Guy Steve writes in, along with our good friend Luke Lore over at the Xbox Expansion Pass. They both write in, now that we have the dual sense in hand, how premium, quote unquote, does it feel? Is there still room for improvement if Sony made 
And if, uh, sorry, if Sony made their own version with the Xbox Elite controller, this is where Luke Lore comes in. Uh, how do you compare it to an Xbox Elite or a DualShock controller? Great question, gang. Uh, so holding it in my hand, and I have it here as such, um, it feels full. It feels fuller. It feels and looks obviously larger than the DualShock. So having it just up against the screen right here, you can obviously see that this one, the DualSense is uh, slightly slightly larger than the than the DualShock 4. The DualShock always felt nice. It really did. The only thing is it always kind of, there's parts to it, like the triggers, that kind of felt a little bit too light or felt a little cheap. I've always mentioned this. The build quality of this controller, as much as I love the design of it, has never been great, at least to me. Uh, that said... When I hold this controller, it is a little heavier um, and balanced in the right areas. The The major change is in the handles. The handles feel more like an Xbox controller. Um, and I feel like when it comes to grip, the Xbox controller, for the most part, I think had a better grip than the DualShock. So I, I, like, this, I like this form factor on the DualSense controller. Um, it's even a little thinner on the grips. It's very ergonomic. Um, mm -hmm. I, f I feel the difference in my, in the palm of my hand where the, the, the controller just kind of falls into it, where I felt like this dual sense, my bottom two fingers always kind of felt either sliding off like my pinky or kind of felt like I was grabbing like a large nub. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so this one kind of feels more like a handle and my finger falls right into place. It kind of rests along the side where there was like a void on the DualShock. And it falls right on the R2 and L2 buttons. Um, that said, on this controller, there's no weird separation between the L2 and L1, R1 and R2 buttons. So it is easier for my fingers to click on those buttons if I'm just sliding back and forth. Uh, that said as well, the thumb pads feel just a little bit grippier than the dual shock four controller. Um, mm -hmm. So it feels really like not much has changed. Just the, the materials they're using a little bit more of an indent for your thumb. Um, great question, Kyle. This is why you're the co-host. No, I would say, I would say it's a little bit, and maybe it's just because this, this one's worn. It's seen so much action. Uh, I think it's more um, defined. But okay. it is it is a maybe even a slightly smaller uh, mm -hmm. thumb pad. But other than that, it's it's yeah. It it it's just really it's the materials feel different. Um, it feel grippier right. if that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm holding up. I'm I'm holding my Last of Us Part Two one. Yeah, my DualShock Four, and I'm, I the thing that I I'm noticing what you know since the DualSense is out in the wild is the on the DualShock and like the even the PS3 one, the six axis, and the the PlayStation Two one, the original DualShock stuff. Um, this little circle thing that surrounds the the face buttons, yeah, and the that's gone. Buttons is gone. Yes. and I think that might have a reason why it feels so much better because mm -hmm. it is on that same slant as the handles. What I'm guessing. Yes, 
And again, great. It's lifted. I think that portion is lifted to kind of yeah. to make sure that there is no circle portion. So like get there. rid of this indent. So like the handles are probably up a little bit more to make it a little bit more. Yeah, and unfortunately, because the light's literally hitting the yeah, control, yeah, yeah. you can't see it that well. But yeah, there is none right there. So I did want to ask that I've I've noticed on on yours because I watched mm-hmm. your unboxing most recently at the the bottom part where the black meets the white. Yes. Right it, are there grooves there, or is that is that flush? Because to me, it looks like there's a groove. Like there is a, a bit of a groove. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to tell you, like, again, like, I love, actually, the button. The button is absolutely awesome. Like, oh, the, yeah, the PlayStation sure. emblem. Uh, I can't wait to try out the mic on this thing to really mm-hmm. give it a good shot. Because um, you said in the video that people are not feeling it. I haven't yeah. watched a whole lot of the preview stuff so it's it's comments like we saw one on on uh on me posting about the controller hey first first impression someone's like grow up stop making youtube <laughs> it's a controller come on knock it off man says guy that circle jerks to the xbox series x i saw it it's just a it's just <laughs> literally all yeah. of his timelines yeah. just like xbox series x it's the most amazing thing retweet to I'm... to mess with a sony fanboy yeah. i think was one of his things like yeah. okay okay Fine. Anyway, so like <laughs> trolls aside, the touchpad feels like a button. Uh, I think Wait. someone from IGN said it, so I can't take full credit. But when I pressed it to to give it a try myself, yeah, it feels really nice. And I kind of like that the touchpad's back. I know that's an unpopular thing, but oh, I love the touchpad. I love playing Ghost of Tsushima with it. And if you could get those gestures of like, hey, you know, wave or like do those type of emotes, like quick actions. Dude, mm-hmm. do it on the touchpad. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, but other than Talk that... Talk about those triggers. What's that? Talk about those triggers, the L2, R2. Oh. Are, are, how, do they, how do they feel before... Like, you're, obviously, you don't have the game. There's no yeah. haptic feedback with you holding it right yeah. now. There's a do lot more tension. Do they feel... There is more tension. Okay, yeah. good. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. Again, I think this... I think PlayStation really, um, really went... Okay, what's the Xbox doing right other than the off play sticks. Can we kind of like take their, take their homework for a second? Cause I think the tension is a bit more than an Xbox controllers tension, which Sweet. is nice. Okay. So it, it is, it is, you know, the, the, the dual shock triggers were a little bit loose. And I think that's the reason why I had so much of an issue with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but these feel a lot more full and a lot more. Yeah. A, a lot more tension between trigger presses. But Sweet. so far, man, like, again, like I've played some PC games, so this will work on your PC. Um, it'll even if you have Game Pass, you can actually hook this up to your phone. You can actually play Game Pass games on it, which I think is hilarious. Um, but yeah, like this is a really capable little controller. I like the evolution. I like the feel of it so far. Speaking of haptic feedback, Astro's Playroom seems to be more than just a demo. And everybody talks about the haptic feedback seeing yeah. the gameplay which is really more of what jeff Keeley showed us when he was blowing into the controller um seeing the first level of astro's playroom how did you like it because i know you've been really hyped on this game i recently am on the bandwagon but even going into this i was like this is a pack-in game you know i'm i'm still expecting a a pack-in title but a lot of sure. people are like this is the best pack-in since we sports so what are what are your thoughts i i watched every single demo of this mm-hmm. um 
Is it weird to say this is like one of my dream PlayStation games because of no, the passion and the love for PlayStation branding throughout? Yeah. I, I think as a lifelong PlayStation fan that I am, it is the main system that I've always gamed on. The fact that like the in-game collectibles are pieces of the PlayStation history, like in the the cooling area, uh, like they they unearth a PlayStation Three, the mm-hmm. Fat Boy PlayStation Three. They 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 unearth the the Move controllers for PS Three, the like the navigation wands, like yeah, and the the hidden uh, Easter eggs throughout the levels, which I won't spoil because in case you you don't want anything you don't want to know anything about it, but like. There might be appearances from PlayStation mascots from other games, and like even at the end of that level, um, the surrounding area is like the PS3 dashboard. Yeah, and like the rubber ducks from the tech showing off the PS3 tech demo are just surrounding like in the pools. It is like meticulously just PlayStation to the max. Mm-hmm. Of here's our history. Here's all the things that we've gone through. I I cannot wait, and I think it's bigger than just like a, te- a demo tech thing yeah because i i think there was some other screenshot somewhere where it showed like there's 43 trophies to this thing yeah it is it is a meaty meaty thing mm-hmm. or i i say meaty i don't know how long it'll take you to get through each level but like there's more to it than just the an meets, hour yeah. of feeling out the dual yeah. sense and whatnot but. now i think the biggest thing after seeing this demo is uh i i'm gonna mess up your name man i apologize but andre seegers i believe yeah i think i nailed it uh from game explain which like i always think of game explain as mostly like a nintendo leaning they do all bunch of stuff um just shows my ignorance to them uh but like you know andre said something along the lines of like being a big nintendo guy he is of like yeah uh asher bots the new mario Sweet. and i'm just like that is it is like like ask me anything. That is a thing. bold claim. That's a but very you know what? bold claim. But uh, Astro's VR, like, holy crap! That what like that, that was is, pretty damn good. That was pretty close to a Mario game on PlayStation. And I'll and I'll say that I think to make that big of a claim, I don't know. But yeah, playing playing uh, Astro Bot Rescue Mission, that is one of my favorite platformers. Just period. Like VR in in that game. They did things that I didn't think you could do. That said, Jedi Master Ren writes in, With the PlayStation 5 surfacing in the world, there's a lot of buzz around the DualSense. Do you think that Sony has proven they believe in generations, in air quotes, based on the innovations on the controller alone? So the one major thing about this controller, first off, I think a perfect evolution is what the DualSense is. It keeps on Mm -hmm. perfecting from, from, uh, from the DualShock era. But the one thing people keep talking about, and I'm very excited to hear or see or feel for myself, is haptic feedback. You know, we've been asking this question for months now. Is this just a gimmick? Yeah. Is this something anyone's going to actually use? This seems like this is one of the defining features of the PlayStation 5, is that people are really digging the haptic feedback. And it feels like it is doing something uh, immersive for them, you know, seeing Paris Lilly of Gamer Tag Radio, who's leans more Xbox PC, loves Cyberpunk. Um, he even's like, dude, DualSense controller, it's pretty damn great. So, I do think not so much that they believe in generations, but I do think that this is the the jump for them. That like, and I think I've said it in previous shows that like 
yeah, this was, you know, we have the graphics. So that's something we can always ex- experience. We can always come to look at that as, as the, you know, the vision, our, our vision saying, oh, yeah, that looks better. That's next gen. But we'd never have anything past that, whether it is, you know, sound, whether it is, um, you know, rumble. We've never gotten that advancement since really like the 90s, right? When it comes yeah. to rumble. So, like, I do think this is their next argument for like, no, this is what generations means outside of just visual, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, my next question would be, and I did hear this on a couple other different previews, so I won't mm-hmm. take full credit for the, for the thought. Um, I want to see how third party developers will take advantage of the haptic stuff, right. because you, you got to assume all PlayStation studios titles will have that in yeah. their games. Yeah. But the fact of if you're a third party dev making a game for both Xbox and PlayStation and PC, the two of those don't have haptic feedback. Right. So like how how much time are you gonna put into doing something with that instead of just making sure the game runs mm-hmm. as smooth everywhere and not just a niche thing yeah. for one out of the three? Um, I think when it comes to that, and I, I think that is like the well, how like if it is like you know PC Xbox. From what I understand, it is easy to code for this thing. So if you just want to do the bare minimum, it seems Good. like you can you can do that. Or if you want to go over the top, it kind of does allow developers um, like Deathloop, Rip Bethesda, um, <laughs> that you know you can have the trigger lock up and that be part of the gameplay, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it is like a developer by developer um, thing, and it's also how how PlayStation incentivizes developers to use that kit, especially the first few years, and then that becoming a normal, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That said, Kyle, just a small little antidote here. Um, I did get as well the 3D Pulse audio headsets. Uh, I'm yeah. wearing them right now on the podcast. Now, mm-hmm. you could check out the unboxing and first impression we had of these headphones. Uh, these go for 100 bucks, And right now, I still don't know. They don't feel that premium to me, which kind of concerns me. And I'm really thinking, uh, shout out and plug to SteelSeries. I think SteelSeries has kind of ruined me for microphones and headsets. Because <laughs> for 50 bucks more, this thing is way more comfortable than what I'm wearing right now. Um, so right now, I think the Steel Series headset again, product given to us by Steel Series. Um, you could take this as an endorsement, though. It's this headset. I don't know. It doesn't feel like. Oh yeah, I paid a hundred bucks for this. This is this is fantastic. I really have to try out a few more games for myself before I can say, oh yeah, these things. You know what? I've been proven wrong. So right now, I know these things are the new hotness, but I got to say, maybe maybe wait a week or two when we get these things reviewed. Should be in the beginning of the week. Um, but yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence about the headset. Controller, great though. That said, Kyle, there is so much more news to talk about. <laughs> let's yeah, let's, talk about let's it. get going. Uh, Vicky Blake from Eurogamer writes, PS4 loading times are improved as patches all but remove loading screens in first-party games. A new patch has reportedly improved the loading times of first-party PlayStation 4 games, The Last of Us, the Last of Us Remastered, and Until Dawn. 
as spotted by our friends at VGC. While previously it could take over a minute for the initial loading stream of The Last of Us to load, reports now show that the loading has been cut to just 14 seconds. Until Dawn, on the other hand, has seen its loading screens all but eradicated entirely. Other first-party titles like God of War have also seen their load time reduced, reportedly due to a new compression system that's thought to have been introduced in preparation for backwards compatibility on Sony's upcoming console, PS5. It's been speculated by some that this tech may have been quietly utilized in the development of Ghost of Tsushima 2. Or Tsushima 2. Yeah. Um, well, I, that, I'm going to listen. I don't want to be a stickler here, Vicky. I think it should have been also. Or as well. Because two, as I'm reading, I'm like, Ghost of Tsushima 2? Yeah, yeah. Vicky, that's yeah. a check. You're on notice. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Way more talented. Me, there would have been grammar mistakes up the wazoo, man. That would have been awful. Kyle, with, these, with all the loading, uh, or, or with all the loading, Jesus Christ. All the loading. With all the loading we've been doing <laughs> these generations, isn't it nice to have a break? No. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to, like, the PlayStation 5, the Series X, they're really kind of hopping on the bandwagon of like, we want to eliminate load times. It is really neat to see that even the PlayStation, for some games, uh, are going to see an improvement as well, especially games like The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your thoughts when it comes to, you know, these remasters getting it? What do you, you, or, or The Last of Us Until Dawn and a few others? Uh, what are your thoughts of them getting it for the PlayStation 4? And also, what do you think this means for the PlayStation 5? Do you think these, like, if this is 14 second load on a PS4, do you think there's just going to be no load times on the PlayStation 5? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I love, like, how I think we, we said it, or, like, many other outlets have said it before. New generations of consoles, they're not going to be, pr- uh, like, predicated on visuals anymore yeah. like we're 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 at a really good place for how games look yeah and they will look even better on ps5 and series x and all that but the fact that they're they're both going heavily into low times and being able to get us into our games and make us stay in our games instead of checking our phones in between like a cutscene or whatnot yeah. is a huge deal and i love the whole Sony's going back and, and and giving this to these older games that have like insane amount of load times. I would love to see what Bloodborne is because I have you, like I know I brought it up before you, but like I, the one thing that I hated about Bloodborne when I did try it out is how long those load times are. They are egregious, yeah. and e- even like when I was I'm trying to go through Uncharted Four again. Um, and I have it in this past week, so I don't know if the update to is is happening to that. But even those load times when you're trying to hop in between chapters or um, when you're trying to do like pick an encounter and just replay that for trophies like I did, mm-hmm. those load times were like over a minute. Like yeah. it was way too – it really just kind of sucked all the joy out. Yeah. So I love that they're showing some love too. Uh, Vicky mentioned Ghost of Tsushima having it. Last of Part Two is another one where you die, you're like right back in. Like yeah. there is like no wait time whatsoever. So it's kind of cool how Vicky's like, yeah, maybe they secretly did give it to Ghost in mm-hmm. Last of Part Two because those old times were like shocking when we yeah. played them. Yeah. And even uh, and honestly, like I'm looking back on the notes here because yeah, I don't I don't think I put it in here, but like even uh, 
I think God of War, uh, Santa Monica, they talked about uh, putting or making God of War 3, God of War, uh, you know, 2018. Those are going to carry over. Those are going to have no load times like they already did. And then have that 60 FPS cross saves as well. Like that's, that's awesome to see that they're going back. They're, they're fixing stuff. And also hopefully most games, I don't know why Spider-Man doesn't have it, but most games are going to have that cross progression between your saves. I think is really, uh, really cool. It's really neat. Um, Besides all that, yeah, I do think the next jump is load times. Like graphics are great. Give me, give me higher polished stuff. That's great. Uh, I think a lot of people are worried about the uncanny valley where things get too real. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think no. we're going to be there in the next ten years. But at the same exact time, like yeah, give me improvements like haptic feedback. You know, the subtle things. Uh, give me no load time. So yeah, I'm not looking at Twitter uh, all the time. You know, like. We're going to talk about it, 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 it when we come to the PlayStation Plus games, but like, there's going to be a lot of improvements on some of the most popular PlayStation games, and I'm really excited to see where those improvements lie, because it is not just Last of Us or Until Dawn. So, with that said, I guess we'll we'll get back to it in a, in a second. With that, yep. Kyle, it's time for the next bit of news. Alessandro Barbosa from GameSpot writes, Sony talks PS5 pre-orders outpacing PS4, warns of supply issues. Sony might have caught everyone off guard when the company decided to open pre-orders for the PlayStation 5 not long after revealing its November 12th release date. But that hasn't stopped demand from eclipsing that of the PlayStation 4 during its pre-order period. Jim Ryan, CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, has stated in an interview with Reuters that demand for that for that PlayStation 5 has outstripped the company's supply capability at launch, but that the number of orders already placed far exceeds that of the first few months of the PlayStation 4. In just 12 hours, Sony sold more PS5 consoles than in the first 12 weeks of PS4 pre-order sales in the United States. Uh, Finding a pre-order for PS5 is difficult now. And Ryan says that Sony is trying its best to ensure in additional stock for the upcoming holiday season. But Ryan warns that it will likely remain challenging to find a PS5 if you don't already have one ordered. Quote, the demand has expressed by the level of pre-order has been very, very considerable. Hmm. End quote. Ryan added. Elsewhere in the interview, Ryan mentioned the possibility of potential mergers and studio acquisitions in the future. Microsoft recently acquired ZeniMax Media, and with it the entire catalog of Bethesda-published titles such as Fallout, The Elder Scrolls, and Doom. Ryan told Reuters that the company plans to grow its studios organically, but added that, quote, where we can bolster our in-house capability with selective M&A mergers and acquisitions, that might be possible, end quote. So there's a lot to pick apart here. Uh, the one yeah. thing that I've seen, uh, Sony, I think Best Buy have come, has come out, a few retailers have come out going, if you want a next-gen console, this is not just PlayStation or Xbox, the only way to get them is online. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, this is cool news, right? Because the PlayStation 5 is doing really well. Congratulations. Time to stroke our egos. Oh, my God. This is PlayStation <laughs> the best. But where do you think, or, or how do you think, the rarity is going to be for the PlayStation five, not just in the holiday, but moving further. And how does the COVID situation impact how people get their systems in their hands? I think a a great deal as far as the COVID impact. Um, And I think it's going to be extremely hard to find one. Like it doesn't shock me 
that it is matched the PS4 um, 12 weeks worth. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't think that Sony will be able to keep up in that same time frame to make them readily available. So those 12 weeks of the PS5 out pre-ordering the PS4 and, and out selling or out shipping, whatever, I think is fine because I think that time period is going to be the same no mm-hmm. matter what. I don't think within those 12 weeks, Sony's going to have more to add to those numbers. Yeah. Because of COVID and everything. I think that's what it's going to be for... What twelve weeks is three, three months? months? Yeah. So yeah, like around three months, and then after that, we'll probably see a little bit more of a supply and maybe a little easier to get. I feel super super bad about you know the kids that didn't get a pre order yeah. and their mom and dad are for Christmas like that's what they want, and then they're gonna go to eBay and those fucking scalpers are gonna have them for like triple the price, right. and it's during COVID times, just like it yeah. is gonna be heartbreaking. Um, yeah, it just it just sucks. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that I think you hit on something that not a lot of people are talking about, and I think the scalping situation is going to get worse. Yeah, um, and I definitely and I hope I think the way to combat this is is we talked about this a few weeks ago. Retailers got to get smarter when it comes to pre-orders. So if anything, any electronic. Put out those virtual waiting lines. Like, make it like a Ticketmaster situation. You know, like... Because you said the PlayStation one was pretty great. Easy. Yeah. Easy as pie until I get it on on my my (laughs) porch, though. You're on notice, PlayStation. But, like, yeah, I think that is the important thing is, like, find a way so that you can outsmart these scalpers. And I know it's going to be really hard... Uh, to do that, but I th- I think it's going to be necessary. And, and you know, a lot of people are throwing up conspiracy theories, as they always do. It's the internet, and people are awful. Mm-hmm. Um, stop your child. These are video games. Please stop. Remember what that guy said to me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> it applies here. Um, don't, don't go out and risk it for the biscuit here. Uh-huh. These things will... Don't let FOMO get in the way of your health. Uh, and, yes. and, and safety. So, yeah, no, like for me, uh, I'm actually even considering just selling my, my PlayStation 4 Pro and my Xbox within the next, you know, few days because it, we might shut down again here in Jersey. So, like, I am going to, like, early morning wipe the memory off these consoles, sell them. I get my money back, you know, um, a few people owe me bets, Sean Capri, uh, and then I could get you know my consoles at a very much more discounted rate. So yeah, you know, to me, it's it's planning it out, being smart about it, trying to go when there's least amount of people possible. And when it comes to the launch, when it comes to things like Black Friday, a lot of retailers are already said, no, no more Black Fridays, Black Friday, like not this year, like GameStop, even like Thanksgiving, nope, don't do it, <laughs> don't yeah. come here. We're closed. Mm-hmm. Finally, it took a pandemic, but we're. We're, we're not going to let our retail mm-hmm. workers suffer. Mm-hmm. So really, don't risk it for the biscuit. When it comes to mid-November, when it comes to December, this is looks like going to get even more serious. So like, I really like that retailers are like, no, strictly online. This is how we're going to handle both consoles because things are serious right now. And I, I get it. Again, like I want Miles Morales to take me away from whatever dark future we're headed into next week. But yes, you know, at the same exact time, Miles Morales ain't going nowhere. We can still play mm-hmm. them whenever. So, and you can still play them on PS4. Exactly. So you you're know, good. <laughs> believe in generations. That was so last week for me. 
Kyle, here's the more interesting thing. We talked about it a, a, a week back. Um, the interview then goes, we can bolster our in-house capability with select M&A. That means mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> it says it in the notes. Uh, that might be possible. When it talks, so they talked a little bit about the Bethesda buyout with Microsoft. Um, there is a Malaysian uh, dev team that is working on a secret project of a very popular IP. We've already talked Ooh. about this every now and again. The rumor is it's Uncharted. Hmm. Do you think that's the case? I kind of think so, because I don't know if you know this, but they're making a movie. Tom Holland actually looks yeah. attractive, and that's bothering me. Uh, and Did you see the Mark Wahlberg Sully picture? Here's the thing. People hate on it, and I get it. Mark Wahlberg. I'm not hating on it. It's just, like, very unsettling at first glance. But when you get this young Sully, I'm like, all right, fine. I would have liked sure. anyone else but Mark Wahlberg, but fine. So I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel that. But what would you like to see from this Malaysian studio? And when it comes to those mergers, do you think we're on the money here? Where like they're talking to the, you know, Blue Point, they're talking to Housemark type of thing. Yeah, I do. Um, and this is kind of like I had a big smile when I read this because mm-hmm. of Ryan's. Uh, uh, when he told Reuters that they plan to grow its studios organically. That's mm-hmm. what I love about PlayStation so far, is that they, yes, they went and bought out Insomniac. Yes, they bought, um, oh my god, I can't think of uh, the last acquis- major acquisition, um, Sucker Punch and stuff. Yeah. like So they were already doing things before they became part of the PlayStation studios. But they stay... Oh, man, I'm trying not to be fanboy, and I don't mean it in a fanboy way. Just do it. Way, just but do like, it. They, they stay loyal to the these developers and these franchises that made them. Suck it, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and they, it, it feels good, yeah. right? It's they're not. And the Killstream team away had it fran- coming. You know, <laughs> they're not taking franchises away. From David Jaffe was a mole, and he needed to get. <laughs> Booted out of there. Yeah. Uh, the the Malaysian thing is interesting. I I did not hear that until yeah. you said that. Um, it would have made the main story Sony of the Sandy. news, but okay. here we are. It's so busy this week. <laughs> I thought Sony San Diego for sure would have been yeah. doing the other the un- the Uncharted possible PS5 game. And um, that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people like kind of realize is there's a lot of A and B teams within the organization working on multiple things. So like, yeah. To me, yeah. Like, look. I know it's the internet. Everybody wants a clap back moment, but companies don't work on. Oh, you know what? Let's get our hype guy in here. You know, let's let's buy Ubisoft today. Yeah, that's not how companies think. They're not in the position where they need to go out there and buy you know eight plus studios, right? Xbox was in that position. That's why they went out there, did the acquisitions they did. PlayStation, yeah, it's more about like, okay, what makes sense within our culture? Because they already have, what, like 15, 16 studios that are making really good stuff. They're on a roll so far. So as long as that roll continues, there's no really need to go out there and buy a a, a publisher. And I don't want them to because that's scary. I don't like that at all. Yeah, same. With that, Kyle, we have some, actually, I would say sad news, but this is great news. Oh, yeah, this is great news. Uh, from the blog itself, Destruction All-Star is coming to PlayStation Plus in February. Hi, everyone. We wanted to share a quick update on our plans for Destruction All-Stars. 
we've decided to move the game's release from November 2020 to February 2021, where it will be included for two months in PlayStation Plus at no additional cost. Destruction All-Stars is a multiplayer game that's at its best when you're competing with gamers online from all around the world. We want as many people as possible to experience the mayhem on PS5, and what better way to do that than to provide the game to our PlayStation Plus members. Mm. Next week, we'll return with a brand new trailer and more details on the game, mm. so, you, so you'll know exactly what to expect when you download it in February. This may be disappointing news for some of you who are looking, who were looking to play the game at launch, but we hope you understand the decision. For those of you that have already pre-ordered the game, be it via PlayStation Store, PlayStation.com, or at retail, your purchase will be refunded. Okay. This is good news. I know, again, this is a game that's now out of the, the launch window. I'm going to sound really mean when I say this. I don't think anybody was kind of looking forward to this game. It's like, oh my god, the first game I'm playing on my PlayStation 5 is Destruction All-Stars. Right? I think a lot of people looked sure. at that with skepticism of like, this is $69.99 game. Ooh, nice. But... For something we haven't really seen. We haven't really seen. Yeah. And it kind of looks Fortnite-ish in the sense of like, this is a purely multiplayer thing. And PlayStation isn't particularly known for just just solely multiplayer games. So, to me, this made perfect sense. I was perfect like, sense. yeah, like, this is an unproven IP. Definitely needs to be out there. Needs that Rocket uh, Rocket League or, or Fall Guys love. And I definitely think it should not be 70 bucks. But mm-hmm. even with that said, this game will be on PlayStation Plus for two months. So, I'm happy about this because... This is now a game that I wasn't going to get uh, or like I was on the verge of just because I'm I I want more stuff to play on my PS5. Yeah. But um so I kind of contradicted myself there. It was it wasn't a purchase I was going to make like pumped. It was like, "All right, I'll, sure. You know, I got this PS5 yeah. paid off for me, whatever." Um <laughs> humble brag. But that said, Kyle, what are your what are your your thoughts and feelings on this? I think this is a perfect, yeah. perfect move for Lucid Games and Destruction All Stars. Uh, I think this is was destined to be a PlayStation Plus game. Mm-hmm. If, like you said, no one is going to pay seventy dollars at launch for a game that we haven't really seen. We saw a trailer. We briefly saw it in the UI breakdown, but not even really there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think PlayStation Plus is the way to go. I love that it's two months, and we'll get into it in the next story, but I I like that these PS5 games on PS Plus might be two months long. Yeah. um, As far as for being available, because of the launch and the craziness that is 2020, I think they're like, hey, here's a brand new system for a lot of money. Here's more time to get this game. Well, I uh, think even even more than that, I think like... Having it out there for two months is, is really, it's not, I don't think it's, I mean, it's generous in the way of like for us, but I yeah. think for them it's more of a necessity because there aren't a lot of these out in the wild. So like for sure. Destruction All-Stars, you need people in there and mm-hmm, you need mm-hmm. incentive for them to be in there. So having it free while there's only seven, eight million units out there in the wild, that means, you know, seven, eight million units are out there. Uh, or even more so, probably around 10, you know, 10 million people have a chance to play it, experience it, get hooked on PlayStation Plus, 
uh, and then continue their payments with it. Uh, so I think it makes business sense for them. And for the game sense, I think that there, this was definitely something I think the studio wanted to do uh, just by looks of this, having this be like a Twisted Metal-esque game. It survives off multiplayer and you can't yeah. have a launch of a console while there's so many other really amazing games like your Miles, like your Cyberpunks out there that this game's going to actually live on this console. So it would, it'd be different if this was a sequel to an or a destruction all stars yeah. that was beloved by many. If this was and twisted then, metal black redux. Yes. We'd be fucking yeah, yeah. flipping the fuck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just all the F I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, mom. But like, yeah, we would be like, you know, really excited, but because we're, we're not, you know, we're tempered expectations. You know? Yeah, for sure. Kyle, this is all great and dandy. But November's PlayStation Plus, it's going to get freaking nuts. Take it away. Oh, let's talk about them bugs next. This comes from Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. November 2020 free PS Plus games announced includes bug snacks on PS5. Bug Snacks has been confirmed as PlayStation 5's first PlayStation Plus game in November 2020, alongside Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition for PS4. Announced on PlayStation Blog, Bug Snacks will be available to all new owners of PlayStation 5 on its launch day of November 12, 2020, and will be available until January 4th, 2020. Oh, wait, 2021. Adam. Adam. <laughs> it's important to note that Bugsnax for PS4 will not be available as a PlayStation Plus title. Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition will both be available on PlayStation Plus from November 3rd to November 30th and will be playable on PS5 via backwards compatibility. Sony has also once again confirmed that its PlayStation Plus collection will be available with the launch of the PS5 and will give PlayStation Plus subscribers access to some of the best PS4 games with benefits, oh, excuse me, end quote, benefits such as increased loading speed and improved or more stable frame, frame rates with PS5's Game Boost, end quote. All these games are getting Game Boost. Woo-woo. So that means improved frame rates. That means improved loading times. And these games include, as such... Oh my god. Hit him with him, Joe. God of War. I'm saving the best for last. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Final Fantasy XV. Fallout 4. Don't know how they got that now, considering it. Yeah, Mortal right? Kombat 10. Uncharted 4. Ratchet and Clank. Days Gone. Until Dawn. Detroit Become Human. Battlefield 1. Infamous Second Son. Batman Arkham Knight. The Last Guardian. The Last of Us. Persona 5. Resident Evil 7. Biohazard. And wait for it. The game that defined this generation, defined PlayStation, just the whole industry as a whole, Bloodborne. How long has it been? Great question, Kyle. Great question. It has been 2,045 days since the launch of Bloodborne. And my goodness, golly, geez, if this isn't the first game Daddy downloads on his PlayStation 4, you'd be very surprised. Bloodborne is getting these updates, baby. Now, of course, uh, it's it. written in stone. Mm-hmm. But as suggested, I'm taking Sony at the word here. That all these games get it, and Daddy's going to get Bloodborne. If Daddy doesn't get Bloodborne... Daddy's going to get Bloodborne? Daddy's going to be... Daddy's going to be a little ticked. And you don't want Daddy to be ticked. Okay? Um, a, little, a, a small little update. Yeah. Um... 
because I did notice that the the list on IGN of those games for the uh-huh. PS Plus uh-huh. collection was from September. Yeah, the blog put up um, a new updated one. Um, so most of the same games, okay. but what's the um, new ones? They they made mention that Final Fantasy fifteen is going to be the Royal Edition. Royale cheese. Call of Duty Black Ops Three Zombies Chronicles Edition will be part of that collection, and Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy will be a part of that collection. Hot dang! My question to you, Kyle. I think I think Steve Stephen Weber. I didn't want to give multiple questions. Oh, oh no! Reserve that for Seamus, okay? Because he's the one who knows me. But he, he said something along the lines of, like, do you think more games are going to be added to this collection? And do you think this collection is permanent? Or do you think some games will leave, some games will go, similar to, like, a Game Pass? It's very interesting. Um, I don't know how permanent it will be. I hope it is just permanent. Like, mm-hmm. if you subscribe to Plus, they're there. I think that's our big issue with PlayStation Now, right. where the big first-party stuff is only there for a limited time. Mm. So if, if, they are, if these titles are just... You automatically have these, was it, 20-something games? 30 yeah. games? Yeah. At all times, like, that's awesome. That is a great value and a reason for you to still have the PS Plus subscription. Now, Lethal wrote in, I couldn't find his question, um, but he wrote in along the lines of, do you think there should be a merger between PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah? Do you think it should yeah. just be one service or like a gold package? Like this is an oh, insurance company. Um, I'm sure there's probably talks of reworking it into being all-in-one package. Mm-hmm. I... I don't see them going the gold route, like Xbox Live Gold. Mm-hmm. I don't see them doing that way. It might just, it might take a little bit, but I think that is the future of PS Now and to make it more viable is to merge it with Plus. Because mm-hmm. it really is, like, they are promoting it, but it's still, they're not really hitting home as to why the service is so good. So I'm hoping why, or, or, not even just so good, but why you should have it as a PlayStation gamer. So hopefully yeah. in PS5, this generation, they'll find it quickly because I, I don't want two years into PS5 and then they f- they're hitting home PS Now. Right. They, need to, they need to do it quickly and really drive it home as to why <clears throat> your gaming on PlayStation experience is better with Now Yeah, as a part of it. I so I definitely think they, I definitely think they should do. They need to revamp both systems. I think eventually, Xbox is going to push PlayStation into this lane of like, okay, like I could definitely see. Uh, uh, well, I don't even, because okay, when I take a look at what Xbox has and Xbox people like Logan, they're gonna yell at me. I get it. I get it. I'm a PlayStation show. But I think Xbox Live is definitely still needed. Gold is still needed. That's an extra revenue stream. And it'd be nice for to say, you know what? Starting with Halo, every multiplayer game's free. Gold doesn't exist. It's just, uh, you know, Game Pass Ultimate. That would be nice. And maybe that future's coming. But I don't think it's that soon. I think when Phil Spencer says they want to do tiered versions of, of uh, Game Pass... That includes your Game Pass PC, your Game Pass, you know, normal, your Game Pass Ultimate, right? Um, I think 
when it comes to PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus, I don't think there's a need right now to merge them. I think there's an opportunity to make PlayStation Now more attractive so people double dip and you have now two revenue streams that are constantly ticking off every month. So I do see that maybe there's a situation later down in the line where there is a gold tier of like PlayStation Plus now. You know what I mean? Like, and and having that kind of like HBO. HBO has HBO Go and they have HBO Max, right? Or, or and just standard HBO. God knows what the difference is. But Max is fantastic. It includes all these different networks outside HBO, right? Where Go is just strictly HBO. So having that type of tiered system, I think, makes sense as a PlayStation gamer. And that's something I would be down for to go for. Be like, oh, a hundred bucks a year? Sure thing. Here, Daddy Sony. Mm-hmm. Let Papa give you some cash, you know? Well, they they are making Plus itself a little bit more attractive with the game help thing yeah. being tied to Plus for PS5. And also, and can like we you be said, real? They, they, yeah, they do need to rework it a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that. But as long as you're still ma- like giving us awesome games like Bucksnacks and Absolutely. You know, Destruction All-Stars is a great start. And Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Like, let's be real. Like, Games of Gold sucks. It's always sucked. It's not been great. And I think it's because Game Pass is so good. But it's also the game selection isn't great. PlayStation Plus has been relatively either decent or they have something for you every year. It might not be every month is a banger, but you'll get some really great stuff. Like, this collection, like, that's an awesome way to start. to clarify one of your questions, in the PS blog post, uh, it says... Uh, once you redeem a game from the PlayStation Plus collection, you can keep the games for as long as you are an active PlayStation Plus member. Cool. So once you redeem them, they're yours. Yeah. They're not going away, which is great. So, yeah, um, I, I I love this. I love Bug Snacks is going to be the, our Rezo gun. You're yes. so on board for this. And we almost <laughs> forgot about that. I am so happy. Uh, it is, it's something I said on this show. I think mm-hmm. you said it as well. Mm-hmm. I think Bugsnax is the perfect choice to showcase PS Plus the first month on launch day, much like Resogun in contrast was for the PS4. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bug, I, Bugsnax is still one of my most anticipated games. I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm happy that uh, so many people are going to be able to not only get Bugsnax day one, but Hollow Knight. And Shadow uh, of War, if you're into that kind of thing. In addition to Astro's Playroom, which comes already on your pre-installed. So right there, there are four games. Yeah. If you don't have money to buy a, a brand new game and you already have a P- PS Plus subscription, you have four games right there waiting for you. That's pretty damn great. Yeah, and I think you have like so, and the other and the collection too. Exactly. So like 30. just just yeah. to start off, if you're just starting off blind, you get plus. Yeah, you get destruction. You get uh, bug snacks. You get bug snacks on day one. But then you get these nineteen other games. Like this is a great start to the generation if you're just starting off with a clean slate. Because if you're coming off here, like yeah, what did like I see a lot of people late in a generation they double dip and and go okay. So what's what's this thing got? What do I have to buy? No, it's like bam right here. And I hope that this does hopefully give them a sign of like guys. Put these into now forever. Give yeah. people incentive to stay here. That's how you're going to get that Game Pass effect. Because th- the reason why I'm buying an Xbox is for Halo. It's it's because Game Pass is just really that great. You know? I do think that now they are part of this PS Plus collection. Mm-hmm. 
I think those titles will never be on now. I hope that's not the case. I just have a feeling that, like, if you have PS Plus, you have these games. Mm. So I don't think they'll ever be on the now service. I because of that reason. I pray to God that <laughs> that I think maybe like this program is more for like two years, and we start seeing more and more of those games trickle into PlayStation now. But sure. PlayStation now needs a reason for me to invest. If those games are staying there, like Bloodborne's actually uh, part of PlayStation Plus. So, uh, or sorry, PlayStation Now. So, mm-hmm. to me, I don't think that's that's an anchor for them. I just really, by by the first year, these games need to also be on PlayStation Now. You know, um, that's fair. but yeah, it it is what it is. I don't think I don't <laughs> think they need to be anchored into that program at all. I think they can make their way perfectly fine. But listen, Kyle. We're mm-hmm. an hour in. We still got, oh my god, we still got two pieces. It's a big of day. It's There's a, a lot to talk day. about still. Holy uh, crap, my man. <laughs> Joseph Scrabbles from IGN writes, new PlayStation app adds voice chat, a better store, and more. Sony revealed an updated version of its PS app, which will roll out on iOS and Android today. The update brings a new design, a native PS store, voice chat features, and more. Announced on the PS blog, the new version of the app aims to make it easier to keep track of your PS5 and PS4, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, your friend, Man, Scrabbles, it says PS, IGN. It says PS5 twice. Yeah. I don't know what's going on over there at IGN. Oof. Listen, you know what? They're, they're burning. <laughs> we love you. They're burning well, the midnight oil, I think. Well, I'll give them a credit. Are you, I'll give them credit. They're, tr- they're trying to Ron Burgundy for me right now. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do. Keep track of your PS4 and PS5, your friends on PSN, and general PlayStation news. Uh, Here are the bullet points. Updated user interface. The first thing you'll notice is the sleek new user interface of the redesigned PS app. Mm. The new home screen lets you quickly see what your friends are playing and access details about your recently played games, including your trophy list. Messages integration. For a unified experience, the PS Messages app feature will now be integrated in the updated PS app so you can seamlessly message your friends all in one place. As part of this integration, PS Messages will no longer be available as a standalone app. Your existing messages and threads in PS Messages will be carried over to the updated PS app. Voice chat and party groups. You can now create party groups from the PS app and voice chat with up to 15 other friends through your mobile phone. Natively integrated PlayStation Store and remote downloads. The new native PS Store PS Store experience enables fast and smooth shopping and browsing with the ability to d- remotely download games and add-ons directly to your PS4 and PS5. New features for PS5. When PS5 arrives, you'll be able to remotely launch games, manage storage on your console if you run out of space while downloading a game, and quickly sign into PS5 straight from the PS app. Mm-hmm. And the last bullet point is all the latest PlayStation news, which you don't need. You'll get it from us every single week. That's right. Just saying. That's actually uh, the, in there. They said, you don't, yeah. this isn't, this isn't important. You should just go to the trophy See, room. See, Joseph Scrubbles made up for it right there. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Joe. The Explore tab surfaces official news from game developers and PlayStation blog content to help you stay up to date with the world of PlayStation. Holy crap. So this is so I literally just downloaded the app because it was not updating for me whatsoever. Mine has not been updated at all all day. I've been checking. So I deleted the app and I'm now it it goes this PlayStation app is linked to your PlayStation 4 enabled Mm -hmm. notifications. Of course, I'm a PlayStation boy. I want to be up to date. Uh, Success. You're all set up and ready to go. Press next. Look at us. We're good. Wow. Hey, this hey, is nice. 
They got a dark mode on this, Kyle. Mine's still not updated. I'm going to delete and do the same thing. Yeah, do the same. Wow. So this is really nice. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, this is a really nice app. And it says, like, the games I've played recently all down here. You just, you just, oh, my goodness. The store is there, so you can actually buy it. The first how, thing how, is the, how does the store look real quick? It says it's integrated. Is it, does it look nice? Uh, yeah. Again, it's dark mode. So they automatically get me. <laughs> and I love this. Because if you're, if you're doing, like, not dark mode, you're doing normal mode, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay? You're burning your retinas. Stop doing it to yourself. Um, but, yeah, it looks really nice. It looks really clean. And it looks... It looks like the step forward what this app should have been at launch, to be quite honest with you. It shows me what my friends are playing up top, shows me what I've recently played, and then you just swipe down, Kyle. You see all Ooh. the trophies and the That's new really, trophy really nice. look. Which Oh, it's got that too? Yeah. Oh, which, Kyle, I got a question for you. And actually something we forgot on the PlayStation 5 when we were covering it. How you see your trophies on the PlayStation 5 might be the coolest thing. Shout out to Greg Miller, a stranger I've never met on the internet. This guy, totally new to the industry. I've never, again, never met him in my life. Never he says 14 years in the industry, but I... 14 know, days more like going it. On. I don't yeah. even know. Two weeks. A young buck. He somehow gets his hands on a PlayStation 5. When you get a trophy, usually you get an awkward picture of you, like, standing. <laughs> it made no sense. Not now, only that, but yeah. sometimes the trophy pops so much later that the screenshot is not what... The trophy is. And sometimes you have to get an, a, a, a trophy in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Perverts in that game. Perverts. But now the cool thing here is instead of just an awkward picture, it gives you like a little gif, like a 10 second video of what you were doing to achieve that trophy, which is really awesome. And this app kind of feels like a like a an evolution of the app. Uh, or evolution, uh, that next step. So it's really nice that this app has been cleaned up. Um, at the same exact time, all these features that they're boasting about, you could do on the Xbox app. I'm not here to, to listen. This is not the podcast. This is a podcast made by the players for the players first and foremost. So I like that they have finally caught up to what their competition has been doing because I was literally last week going, man, this app needs to get better. This mm. is just, it's, it's so aged in how it looks and how it feels and how yeah. it runs. My most important thing, and I'm going to look here. Great. The Xbox app removed re redeem a code for some reason. Here, very simple. You just press on the menu option on the top right hand. It goes payment option or methods, which I'm not telling you. Redeem code and subscription management and transaction history right there on the app. So Awesome. This is fantastic. Kyle, are you still I, doing it? No, it downloaded. I'm just like, this is impressive. This yeah. is really nice. I, nice. I love scrolling down and seeing like the last three games I played and the trophy progress. And wow, Now, can I remote really play cool. from this? Did they say that? Oh, oh, boy. I don't know about that. Let's see. I'm clicking Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it's giving me... Oh, cool. It gives me all little updates. This is nice. You know what, Kyle? I you know this what makes nice. me giddy? The, just the just the option there that says sign in on PS5. We're so freaking close, Joe. Kyle, we're, we're a so fortnight close. away. Oh my god. Yeah, this is really cool. Um something that also didn't make the news, but I'll just throw it in here. Go for it. Um the 
Shuhei, I think, tweeted it out um, you, about guys. the uh, the VR you, to to get the adapter to be able to play VR on your PS5. Mm-hmm. It's for the USB cable, I believe, yeah. is out there. Um, I know people are having trouble with it. I'm having trouble with Same. it. It says I have to call a number because it's not the correct code, which yeah. it's it's a lie because I can read it. Yeah, it's it's, it's not, exactly it says it's not the correct code. Please stop calling. This is a Chili's, and I'm like, what do you mean, Donna? Joe feels God in this Chili's. Yeah, yes. I feel shoe in this Chili's tonight, Donna. Uh, that said, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know what? Link in the description. Uh, if I remember, someone call me out if I don't. Kyle, that that's one of the the more baffling choices too. By the way, what? Not including the adapter or. Donna no, not Chili's. making that new PS5 camera not work with the VR unit. <laughs> yeah, what is up with I, that? I, I don't know my what that deal that. is. Yeah. Oh, I never pre-ordered it because I knew I had this one, and they said you could use it with it. But like the new one, not be able to pick up VR. Like I don't get that. You want I me to call understand. Donna from Chili's? Please get do. And while you're there, order me some fries. Fri- what type of fries? Oh, regular fries. Actually, I would do it for the skip, but it is like. Ten sixteen. Donna's had a long day, you know. Uh, yeah, Kyle, yeah. let's yep. get to the next last story on the list. It's a goddamn doozy. <laughs> Brianna Reeves from PS Lifestyle writes: Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven de- delayed by CD Projekt Red once more. Now releases December tenth. For the third time this year, CD Projekt Red is delaying the release of its eagerly anticipated RPG, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. No longer set to launch on November 19th, the title is now on the cards for a December 10th release. This particular push relates to the difficulties in preparing the game's compatibility with nine platforms. The main meat of the, the message notes that CD Projekt's, quote, biz- biggest challenge is shipping the game on current-gen, next-gen, and PC at the same time, end quote. Thus, there are nine test versions to prepare including ensuring the game is backward compatible for next-gen use. CD Projekt's post continues, quote, Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly, mm-hmm. end quote. This, of course, begs the question of why the studio won't su- simply wait to complete the full-on next-gen version before releasing the RPG at all. After all, the full next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of the game aren't releasing until sometime in 2021 anyway. An answer may lie in a desire or a need to start reaping the fruits of the team's labor in terms of financials. After all, the project has been in development for years and has been postponed several times now. And this is just me. This is not Brianna. It Releasing now on December 10th is the same day as the Game Awards, which makes it ineligible for... Game Awards this year. It'll be a Jedi Fallen Order issue for next year's Game Awards. So, um, I have a lot of th- feelings on this. Mm-hmm. I think this game has um, tarnished... I, I think CD Projekt Red has tarnished my feelings of them and and, and, and this game a bit. And I think mm-hmm. it's just the conversation around it is, <clears throat> excuse me, dying here. No, I'm not. Don't worry about it. Uh, it has gotten so toxic, uh, especially with like how journalists journalists are being treated, how the devs are being treated. 
Mm-hmm. Everything is just not a good look. Enthusiast press being treated. It's just not a good look. Um, famous Seamus writes in. He is the most famous and the most qualified Seamus to write in on this topic. He's been on this uh, since since really the first delay. Famous writes in. Are you frustrated with Cyberpunk 2077 uh, delay as I am? I'm seriously considering canceling my pre-order. That is not an extreme thought at this point. Nope. Because honestly, how many delays are there going to be for this game? It's it's like, I feel like when they're like, oh yeah, I, I, we would have read you the whole bullshit PR quote, but like it's a bullshit PR quote. They got nine versions of this game. Why constantly delay it a month or two, delay it a month or two, delay it a month or two? Just give us, hey, this game obviously needs more time. You missed your Black Friday window. Just delay it into 2021. Wipe your hands of it. Be done with it. My frustration with it is, like, you keep leading us on. Things look really great. And then you hit us with bad news. Like, there was a Night City Wire, uh, you know, update, I think, like, a week or two ago. Talking about Mm -hmm. how cool the cars are going to be. Keanu Reeves was there. Right? (laughs) Hey, guys, Keanu. Um, (laughs) But, like... You know, it, it's frustrating. And then to see and to hear the reports that, like, employees got this delay as soon as or, or as everybody else got the delay. So mm-hmm. pro- the, the chances are when we're talking about crunch, they're going to be crunching even more. And, you know, if I, fe- I feel like, again, this is a Lando situation. The deal keeps getting worse every time for the devs. Because if they did vote on this, majority ruled, those people thought... November 19th would have been the day. Now it's pushed back even further. Where does that lay for them? I would have much rather them going, yeah, we're going to delay it into 2021. I get the frustration, but we just want to make this the best game possible without crunch. That's been our mission. I think we failed a bit and we're trying to course correct. That would have been a a way better answer than this. Mm -hmm. So what, what are your feelings on this, Kyle? I got a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much echo the same thing you did. Yeah. Um. So I'm not gonna repeat the same talking points of being frustrated with the treatment of everyone there, and and I think it's so shady and so, for lack of a better word, not cool to for the devs to find out at the same time we do. Yeah. That it got delayed. The fact that it said it's gone gold. And we got that tweet saying this game has gone gold, and usually that means like we're good. And within that press, they're like, "Well, what we mean by gone gold is there's still bugs that need to be, but like you could start and finish." It's like, "Well, dude, you talk about this game having like a start and que- a, a, a finish question mark, you know?" Yeah, like, but I'm I'm with I'm with Seamus here. I am as much as I love that Best Buy Steelbook. Yeah, I'm really really thinking about canceling. And just waiting for the next-gen version next year. I am on the boat of... So I have the the limited edition. The guy jumping out of the car doing a flip yep. and shit. Shooting, you got the V? Uh, yeah, like, because I'm on... Like, I was so hyped for this game. Oh, same. But, like, this is, like, the delay that kind of broke the camel's back where I'm just like, I think this... I think I'm... I have... I Okay, I have a dilemma. Because this could be a Witcher 3 situation where I regret... Not getting that collectors and then, you know, well, buying that statue for a pretty penny. Uh, uh, you know, so like to me, a reasonable price, by the way. Uh, so like maybe I just wait for that situation. But 
I, I'm going to sell it for Steelbooks. And at the same exact time, I am going to buy a digital because I got the digital PS5. So to yeah. me, I am on the leaning towards, I, and when I mean leaning towards, I mean I'm just too lazy to open a tab at the moment of of deleting that that physical version and just going digital because even I'm looking around like got too much shit around this room. I really don't like the direction that this team is the management has gone to. So I'm on I'm on I'm at my wits end. I think I'm gonna go for just the basic, you know, seventy, sixty dollar version of this game and kind mm-hmm. of kind of wiping my hands of it. But I don't blame you if you're like totally out of it. And I don't blame you as well if you're like, nah, I'm still in. You know, yeah. you could be critical of of a company and still like their work. I know that's crazy, Jason Schreier, but you can do that. Uh, Listen, yeah. As a baseball fan, you see in this video the Mets thing on the wall. I love the Mets, <laughs> but I also fucking hate the Mets <laughs> for the way that that team is run. Yeah. So like, it can you it can be that same situation. Yeah. You can love something and still be critical of it. One hundred percent. With that, Kyle. I, yeah. Do, sorry. Real quick though, mm-hmm. this December tenth date. Are they just going to like say, "Hey, surprise! Next gen is also coming out that same day"? No. You don't think so? You no. don't think that they prioritize next gen first? They would have pretty much close. They would have been like, "And next gen is on day now." Like that would have been That's like true. the, you know, the the band. They could also it. like at this point they could just be saving that for a Night City Wire. Yeah, which stop like, doing those. The, the game's yeah. obviously not. Why are you hyping us and then? Than giving us disappointment a week afterwards. Yep. Stop doing mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Again, great production. I love Holly Bennett there. She kills it every time. But like, absolutely, dude, come on, man, come on. Um, no, I'm gonna blame Stadia for this one. Stadia is the one that's holding it back. Stadia, you know what I mean? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> if they only had to work on eight <laughs> exactly. versions of this game. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's a it's a shitty situation. Kyle, my question for you is. Do we have this cut off? Because I know we agreed on sh- on the ghost stream that we probably have our game of the year conversation around Christmas, probably early 2021. Having knowing that this game is December 10th means that we have a few days to play it and then just announce it. Like that doesn't seem fair. That's just like assuming this game's going to be great rather than what, weighing yeah. it on its merits. What I don't want to happen. And I am 100% guilty of this. Um, I don't want to have the recency bias in when it comes to game of the year. Right. I don't, I don't want that to be the last game that I rush through and I love it or hate it. And then really fight so hard for it that I forget my experiences with some of these other games this year. And I don't want it to be the thing when... Because what we... If for all the new people here, hi. What we hey. usually do on our game of the years is we want to bring you a part of it. So we have all these fun topics. We ha- have a nice Google Doc spreadsheet out there. We throw it out to everyone. You get to vote on what you know your favorite multiplayer game this year was, your favorite single player game this year was, uh, and the game of the year. I think last year was Death Stranding. Um, and we're going to change it up just a little bit, but we want you guys to be a part of it. We want you guys to vote. The The main thing is also vote November 3rd, but then also vote in December for the shit that doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I think the recency bias is there, but I also don't want it to be, Oh, here's the PlayStation show. They voted for last of us to be game of the year. Cause they're SJW cuck fucks. Like, you know, like I don't want God, that to that... be the case either. Oh, I, I, I hate, I hate that. 
<laughs> I hate it. It like grates well, my ears. But like whenever even, I hear even it's, it. it's like Ghost of Tsushima, right? That's my personal game of the year. Still, even if we're playing that and like that wins, you're still like I get it. It's the internet; they're gonna yell at you anyway. But I do, like I don't know. I don't know. That's I, my I only feel, fear. Walking I feel the only thing Cyberpunk will win for our game of the year this year is biggest blunder of 2020. Whoa, Kyle! That's I'm just shots throwing it fired. out right. I'm just I'm shooting them right now. Like it is. It go from March to what was it September yeah. to November now December. Yeah. Let's see if it hits December. That's now the, Winter, the big spring, question. summer, or fall. This it game is the new last guardian of games. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I'm kind of there with you. I think I think really December first should be our cutoff. I think that makes the most sense. And then having have it that month long, everybody gets to vote on what their yeah. game of the year is. Also, and like selfishly, yeah. I don't want to kill us by playing these games and neglecting real life stuff. Yeah. Like Kyle, what am I got doing? All... What am I doing? Listen, Joe, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good show. <laughs> oh fuck me, that was amazing. All right, yeah, that's settled. So it's not in, in Game of the Year 2020. Yeah, December 1st is the cutoff. December 1st is the cutoff. All right, Demon Souls, you got a shot, baby. Let's do it. Uh, Bug Snacks? Hey. Dude, it's, I feel like it's going to be Bug Snacks v Fall Guys. You know what? Yeah. I'm very. I am super excited and for Kyle? that conversation. I'm just saying that right now. Kyle, one of those games looks sus. <laughs> prepare the drop yes we're bringing this segment back each and every week playstation drops the latest and greatest in all things games onto the playstation store front the only problem is that there are way too many games to name but not this week because we're changing it up a little bit so with that here are some new announcements that are coming either this week or throughout the launch period of playstation 5 playstation came out today and they're like hey here's five games they're coming out. We're gonna give them a little bit of love, because it's they, almost as if they realize there's like two weeks left until the new console, right? And they haven't really been talking about news and yeah. things that are coming out. It's and almost like, like, oh no, hit the button, like, <laughs> send it all out. <laughs> it's pretty much they're they're hovering over the red button, and they're like, so, yeah. and when's Xbox doing their unboxing? Uh, and now, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Temtem by Crema makes its console debut exclusively on the PlayStation 5 starting December 8th. I'm fucking down on this game, Kyle. I'm in it. All right, have fun. It's it's Pokemon, but like PlayStation, I'm in. Tribes, Tribes of Midgar. Uh, From Norsefell, coming to PlayStation 5 in 2021. No Man's Sky by Hello Games. A little studio, I don't know if you heard of them. PlayStation 5 version at launch, it's actually super dense. It looks really good. And it's No Man's Sky. So, like, the the hype is, like, to the ceiling for me in that game. Even I gotta admit, it looks tight. Um, and Haven. I don't know why that got deleted in here. but Haven, No, it's at the top. Oh, it's, it does have a number. It's before number one. Ah, there you go. Haven by Game Bakers is out December 3rd on PlayStation 5. Dope. Dope. Sweet. Dope. And it's... You know, the end of the show, and each and every week, 
you can write in to the show via PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Casa de Bad Bit, hash, you know, a little asterisk on the name. I don't know what to change it yet to, or maybe I'm a little bit too lazy. And you can write in your questions to our Discord, just like Jadis Von Gamer did. And they write in, have you, oh, sorry, or you could go give your mail to Andrew House, pen a letter. I swim on over there. I Donald Duck it, whatever I got to do to get over to Andrew House's house, into that chimney, steal his Turkish delight, flip up all the light switches and start flushing all the toilets, leaving all the sinks running, dumb idiot. Or again, you can just send us a tweet, we'll read it on the show. New Age, what bandit over here? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, God, Home Alone, great. Jadis Von Gamer writes, Have you come across one of Andrew House's electric, <laughs> electric bills? He called and said it's missing. Wow, Jadis. <laughs> Way to be a narc, dude. Yeah, dude what are you? No narc. <laughs> no narcs here in the trophy room, man. No narcs on the trophy room. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's high. It's <laughs> It's high. <laughs> Again, all the lights. I just, sometimes I just like, I spend at least 30 minutes just flicking on and off, on and off, you know? Josh. You, you say, you saying it's high, it, it reminds me of that guy that was running for mayor. It's like, the rent the is too, too damn, damn high. high. <laughs> <laughs> that was his only, this only thing he ran on. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Josh Dykins uh, writes to us, tweets to us over from the PS Trophy Room Twitter and asks this. What are your thoughts on GTA 5 coming to PlayStation 5? I, for one, will be buying it as soon as it's up as it's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm not interested in GTA Online, but to see what changes they make for next gen in regards to single player. I... I I didn't think of the single player portion of it being upgraded. Um... I don't know. I only bought it on... No, that's a lie. I did buy on PS5 and mm-hmm. then traded it in at some point as well. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll buy it again. I don't know. Yeah. It. I Man, a game that has this long of a, a lifespan, a huge game like this, yeah. and it's still being supported is crazy. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Um yeah, I, I thought it was only online as well. And also, don't get these headsets. They're 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 sliding off my noggin. Uh, you see me every every ten minutes. I'm like sliding no, my back. I, I haven't I just, noticed. They slide off the back of my peanut dumb head. I, I it's it's really uncomfortable. My ears are hot already. Steel series, go for it. You know, this this is the trophy recommendation. Um, Josh, go back to your question. As I was being aggravated by my headphones, yeah, I really thought it was only online, but. If it is also play uh, GTA Five, which I think you're right as as I'm mm-hmm. saying it, um, I have to see what those improvements are. If it's just like upres, which I'm afraid it could be, nah. Uh, if it's not, maybe because it is the new hot like it's the new hotness type of deal. Uh, I'm itching. My wallet is itching. It's begging to be spent on something. Maybe it's this. It depends on when the game comes out. So I won't say no. I'm saying eh, maybe, maybe not. But I'm glad you love it. I one of my yeah. one of my friends, Ash, he absolutely loves it. It's one of his favorite games. Loves I it. love. I loved when I first played it on PS3. Yeah. Good yeah. Geez, same. That's the same. Same. Jesus Christ! For just two generations of that game, Nagachaka writes in The Witcher. 
on Netflix is amazing. Who doesn't love Henry Cavill, that hot son of a bitch? Anyway, that was in Nagachaka. That was me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Flip me over like a PC. You know what, Henry Cavill? Jesus. Oh, boy. Sorry, got graphic, and now I'm sweating. Uh, now that Netflix is developing a TV series for Assassin's Creed, what other video game franchise... I love how you said, oh, boy. It just hit me. <laughs> Uh, what video game franchise needs to be a live action TV series on Netflix? If I had to pick, it'd be Mass Effect. Renegade Shepard would make great television. Dude, how dope would it be? You get to choose. Oh my god, that'd the be Renegade really or Paragon incredible. option. Wasn't there a Black Mirror thing where you can do that? Yeah, but Bandersnatch, like this, it's, right? Yeah, Bandersnatch, but this one's like on steroids. Yeah, I'd Mass Effect is a good one. Yeah. The first, like, it's a tired answer. We're getting a movie with Tom Holland already, but, like, the Nathan Fillion live-action short that's on YouTube for Uncharted is so good. I would gladly take a mm. live-action series of Uncharted. I would have liked a live-action um, Resident Evil, but I know it's CG, and that it disappointed me. Yeah, I get you that. Know? Uh, you know what would be cool? It's kind of similar to The Witcher, mm-hmm. and I would love for this franchise to come back. Mm-hmm. The Order. Yeah. Yeah. That would be super, super cool. Yeah. Play around with the rules of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. does. And, like, that game was filmic, quote-unquote. Remember that? Sure. Yeah. Dude, throw it in there. That would be really fucking cool. You get, like, that Harry Potter thing going on, but, like, the creator isn't a piece of shit. And, like... Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And it's not dumb Wizards and Wands. You got, like... <laughs> You shut it right now. You shut it. You're not ibbity bobbity boop. You're just shooting fucking vampires. (laughs) Kinetic weapons. Like that's dope. Yeah, Yeah, dude, I'm going the order. You you sold me on this. Who's gonna be the main lead? Rahul Kohli. Rahul Kohli. Fuck. I was gonna do a funny one and say Daryl Hammond. (laughs) All right. Also, like Oscar Isaac would also be fucking great. Dude, talk about the list. You bringing them all up? You got Henry Cavill in there. Oscar Isaac is a dreamboat. A dreamboat, Kyle. <laughs> oh my god. When I saw him in Rise of Skywalker, I questioned everything about myself and then some. And then his beard in Dune, it's like that beard's perfect. The man just doesn't miss Kyle. Yo, listen, ex machina, another level. I need to watch that movie. Oh my god, Joe. He's such oh, a terrific man. actor, as well He's as so being good. just drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Which speaking of drop dead gorgeous, the 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 chick that's doing uh, Tomb Raider, they ain't doing it anymore. Oh, it's got uh, it, Alicia Vikander. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that name. She's married to Michael Fassbender. You know that? Yes. Yeah. What a beautiful couple. Right. Jesus. Unfair. Michael Fassbender has it all. I'm just very jealous of him. Like he has fame. It's not like I'm jealous of him. Not because like he's got this beautiful lady wife. But <laughs> it sounded like. Like, uh, what's his face from... Uh, Joe, from, hand me the shovel. From You're digging do, yourself too deep here. Sorry, yeah, what we do the in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? What's his name? Yeah, yeah I sound like, uh, this is my lady wife. But like, the guy has uh, it all. He's got looks. He's got talent. He's got money. He's probably driving a Lamborghini, you know? A Lamborghini. Yeah. Josh Drago writes in, Bo- <laughs> boring Lance hater here. Josh. I like you, Josh. I always did. Since it's almost Halloween, which game have you played uh, Played that felt like torture? Meaning you want to be done with this game before you poke your eyes out. Thank you. Josh, I don't appreciate this hate on Borderlands. 
Because I assume that's what that reference is. Keep it coming. Now, I Uh, said Twin Worlds last week. Yeah, you did. A game I've never heard of. Fucking awful piece of garbage. Um, What's the one made by People Can Fly? Um, Bulletstorm? Bulletstorm. I hate Bulletstorm so much. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I'm I'm gonna pull an Earthy Cheese's mom here. They curse way too much, even for uh, a guy like me. From a person from Jersey goes, okay, guys, when you gotta create your own curse words, come on, mm, it's mm. just lazy. And the action was Man. like the whip wasn't that fantastical. What was the What was a game that was torture going through? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. I usually usually if I'm frustrated with a game, I just. I just don't finish it. Yeah, exactly, like, right? Done. So I can't like there have been things that have frustrated me, like uh Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus on PS3, where I was on my third playthrough, I had a one last trophy to get for the plat- platinum, and I died and it spawned me underneath the map, and that's where it auto saved. And I Oof. didn't have any other backup that saves, sucks. so I had to abandon it. I was so angry, so angry. That was that was torture. I'd be playing that game three. Not that was a bad game, but like playing it through three times, and then for that happening to me, and it broke the whole game. I was like, all of it's for naught. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's just Ray writes in. I miss you, Ray. Write in more to us. I love your questions. Uh, he writes in. Since crossplay has uh, enabled me to chat or be berated by Xbox Live users. Will the PS5 do voice recording of other consoles and allow you to record them and report them? Or is this a PS5 thing only? Is Sony just policing uh, the church choir? I like this. Because he's trying to make it out like Xbox Live people are trash. And honestly... I'm sorry, Logan. I would like to think, Ray, (laughs) that... That's a joke. Xbox kids, I like it. Sony and Xbox, Sony and Microsoft, rather, they just have one employee that just has sits in a room with one landline phone, and John calls Carlos, like, hey, Carlos, I got this support. One of your Xbox kids are yelling at one of my PlayStation boys. Knock it off. Tell them to shut it. Discipline them, and then hang up. It's like the red phone during the Cold War. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They got missiles pointing at each other's HQs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think it's only for PlayStation 5 parties, but I think there is... Again, I would love a built-in feature within the game, but I think that is way too big of an ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is, like, reporting them for what reason, maybe even trying to give them a screenshot would work. But yeah, something has to be done with toxicity on the internet because it's, it's far too fucking much. I could potentially see Sony showing that clip to whatever game they're playing mm-hmm. and have the developers then discipline the, the the player if they're on the opposing platform. Sure. I can see them going that 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 route if that's a thing that they're going to do. I definitely think it's a game-by-game game basis, and I think by Sony mm-hmm. doing this, this is kind of like policing the church choir in terms of, like, this is our way of protecting ourselves from anything that could happen, and then some. Um, and it's also a perfect way, uh, I think maybe it leads into what a lot of companies want to do, which is tackle toxicity. And um, yeah. hopefully it opens the door 
for ideas for Activision, for EA to, to tackle that within their communities because it does suck. It really does suck. I mean, I was playing Ghost of Tsushima and some like Polish guy was like yelling at me because I was too far away from him. He's like, you're trash, man. You're trash. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, settle it down, dude. Chill, S- man. Just chill. We're playing a samurai game. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry we got the curse and I'm fucking you up. My bad. Uh, Hayden Doors asks, if you guys, sorry, if you could guess what exciting PlayStation 5 news do you think is going to break Thursday after you record and post this week's podcast? I love you, Captain. Catherine, what a great question. What a great question. <laughs> it's a live ball, man. Anything could happen from now to next week's show. You see everyone that has it. Sony has this crazy tiered embargo structure yes. to what they can show off and talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I like we said, it's like two weeks away. There's right. fifteen days really. Um Man, what what is it is there going to finally be be allowed to talk about trophies? Is that the thing? Okay. What else the media tab? I don't know. Are we going to see it? Give me something on backwards compatibility, like more in depth. Like, here's how Bloodborne's load times are sure. affected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demon Souls gameplay would piss me right the fuck off. Like, who knows what games people have? Yeah. That, like, are we going to hear more about Miles? Are we going to hear about Demon Souls? Are we going to hear about Sackboy? I don't know. But honestly, this week has been so flush with news. Yeah. That, honestly, like, this is the biggest week we've ever had in terms of just news mm-hmm. that is like, yeah, like I couldn't drop one of these stories on here to even try to condense it. Cause usually we like a nice hour, 30 minute show, but like, like, yeah, this, this week was not. So I wouldn't be mad if they dropped something. Wouldn't be mad one bit last, but not leastly famous Seamus writes in the last spooky question of the year. What is your most scariest moment in a non-horror game? A game that is not horror, but has spooked you, induced nightmares out of you. I'm trying to think, and I think the one that does, but I do have to look at the genre, is Death Stranding. When you Mm. get into the, um, the BT zones. The noise that For the BT makes sure. are fucking terrifying. That's a great call. And having yeah. the footsteps coming towards you, I'm like, oh, God. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that's considered a survival horror, but that's the first thing that that jolts out in my mind. I Man, what if... I... Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to not think of, like, a horror game that... I'll tell you, like, the... Putting uh, putting PSVR on for the first time, mm-hmm. and going through like all those demos. I think the uh, oh god, what's it called? When you lie on the big skateboard and you're going down the hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that that was pretty damn scary. Because <laughs> like being that's like one of the first things I did in VR. Like holy shit, this feels insane. Yeah. My brain cannot fully. Uh, make sense of what's happening to me right now. I will give you one that didn't happen in the game, but it happened while I was playing a scary game. Go for it. And I think this is pretty much why I don't play scary games anymore. I was playing Dead Space. Yes. 
I was playing Dead Space. You know, I forgot how long ago it was, but it was a very long time ago. And it was in the summertime. I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn uh, the lights on because I'm not a big. I'm I'm not brave enough yet. I'm just going to play. And then while I get to not very far, like an hour in or so, mm-hmm. the entire county lost power. <laughs> It just everything <laughs> shut off, and I was in total blackness. I jumped out of my seat so freaking fast. I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> they're coming for me. <laughs> that legit is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in a game. Bloodborne. Bloodborne's not a survival horror, mm. but when you get into later portions, especially the tentacle guys, um, when there's something that is behind a corner, you can't see it, and it's horrifying, that... It's it's scary, but the tentacle guys that grab you and suck your brain juice don't like them, mm, and they fill yeah. you with insight, and then you get to see the true monstrosities of of Bloodborne. Those are good scary vibes, though. Those are spooky vibes, spooky yeah. even, spooky. Kyle, that's been the yep. show this week, but I do want to go to the bounty board for a sec and give a shout out to two folks out there, Ooh, uh, Captain okay. Keller. Uh, I've given I've given him multiple shout outs this episode because he deserves it. Logan, thank you so much uh, from the uh, let me let me make sure I have it correctly, because knowing me, I will mess this up and I will. Oh, my goodness. What's going on here? There you go. From the Keel Hall Sea of Thieves podcast. I met this man while seeing the thieves. Ooh. And he goes, I listen to the show. I love the show. And this is what he has to say. Five star review. Again, you could give your uh, your reviews. Over to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars. You get entered in to win your next gen game on us. That said, well, that's only if we hit a certain number, Joe. Well, we've already hit it. We've hit one hundred and one reviews on the U.S. iTunes alone. Alongside that, we've hit over one hundred thirty reviews worldwide. Captain oh, yeah. Keller writes this: vulgar and triggering. Five stars, <laughs> Joe. And Kyle do a great job of supporting the PlayStation brand. They have real takes that will definitely trigger some Xbox fans. And I can safely say that I definitely found myself triggered at times. While that may dissuade some, it's a great, it's great to get news and viewpoints from the PlayStation perspective. The audio quality is great. That's because of the people over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room, but that's not in the review. So you should just check out the website. Maybe throw it back our way. Anyway, uh, and I can live with the cussing, but you definitely want to make sure you respect the parental advisory warning. Thank you, Logan. If there's <laughs> ever a time when you want to keep up with Sony's side of gaming, I encourage you to subscribe to the Trophy Room. It's like eavesdropping on friends on your friends at a party while you look for your bag of chips. And it's Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, Carter A. Also, Thank you, Logan. Thank you so much, Logan. Carter A. also writes in, uh, awesome podcasts from great people. Since the mess that has been 2020, I have started listening to more podcasts, and I'm so happy I started listening to this one. This has helped me get through everything and always find myself smiling and laughing after each episode. I, without a doubt, recommend this podcast. Thank you so much, Carter A. That's Thank you, Carter. Fantastic. Appreciate you. Uh, and then last but not least, the awesome show. This comes from Awesome Dave. One three three seven, uh, they write in five stars. Uh, awesome show. 
just started listening to the show a few weeks ago. The show is great. The dynamic between the hosts are amazing. Not too many podcasts make me laugh, but this is one that has been able to do so. Thank you all so much for writing thank in, you, thank you. giving us your five-star reviews. Also, side note, I should have said this at the beginning of the show, uh, but if you haven't been following us on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing a little giveaway for uh, the version of Miles Morales for PS4 slash PS5. Um, so make sure you're following us on Twitter. Uh, like, subscribe that that the pin tweet. Get yourself entered to win. And that's also a great way to stay updated on the show and also on PlayStation. I try my best, Kyle does as well, to if we see something PlayStation related, to at least give a retweet or give a little snippet of our thoughts. So definitely follow us at PS Trophy Room and even write some questions to us on there as well. That said, Kyle, that's it. That's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation yeah, podcast. I can't, I can't believe our plea and cry to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts worked. Yeah. And now one of you lucky people who did that will now have your first PS5 game on us. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. So congratulations to all of you for, for getting us to this point. We couldn't do it without you. Seriously, mm -hmm. we couldn't. And we won it, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And this is all, it was all your idea because I remember it was like, oh, let's do 80. And you're like, let's go big or go home. Let's do 100. Go big, go home. And look at this, man. And oh, we're what? Really humbling. What was the other thing? We are 20 away from 150 worldwide, yeah. correct? You said 130? Yep. yep. If that's the case, I believe you said we're going to throw another PS5 game out there yeah. for somebody. Australia, so. you're on notice because we have a one star <laughs> review from you guys. It was a really mean one. I found it so funny. I found it really I, funny as well because that person was obviously was triggered by something. Maybe that was Earthy Cheese's second account. You know Earthy what? Cheese's you know what? We'll we'll get to it in the post show. Mm -hmm. But I have I have some thoughts about that. that oh, person. and that post show is on patreoncom room at the bronze tier level. That's a three dollar tier. And with that, let's get into the post show. But Kyle, before we do, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, supporting us, whichever way you do. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, Kyle, pimp yourself out before we leave. Yeah, Mr. K-Step on Twitter and on PSN. You can find everything I do over at KindNYC.com or at KindNYC on Twitter and the podcast I do over there. I was recently asked to do a Let's Play of the game Among Us for Dual Shockers, and that went live a couple days ago, so go check out Dual Shockers on YouTube for the Among Us. And I was I was trying to get away with murder sometimes. Why so, hey. What was... Why did you let me know this? I I I don't know. Yo, hey Joe, I was I on Dual Shockers. Here's the link. You should share it. I share. I'd share it, Kyle. I it didn't. You know how my life is. Things. Too many things are going on. It's my bad. <laughs> That's true. Look at this. Kyle's getting so famous. His ego. It's getting too large. That said, you can find me. Yeah. <laughs> the most humble person I know. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find uh, the show again. Follow us, PS Trophy Room. Get a chance to win a game. Uh, and you can follow us over there on YouTube uh, at The Trophy Room, a PlayStation show. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Vote November 3rd. Please stay safe. I love you. <laughs>